everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Susie, what are we checking in with? Well, first of all, happy Independence Day. As long as you're a cis, hetero, able-bodied, gun-owning white guy. Yay! No, but talking about that, we did release a very serious episode on all things abortion bodily autonomy on friday so go check that out but this week on a more lighthearted note we have another am i the asshole episode happy fourth of july and happy am i the asshole you will see the theme for this month's am i the asshole selections is millennial struggles besides the very serious ones a little bit of more lighthearted uh, banter, if you will. Starting off wrong, would I be the asshole if I reported my co-worker to HR because she's accusing me of having white savior syndrome and won't let go? Nice start. Okay, keep going. Throw away account because I don't feel like I want this associated with my main. I'm right there with you. You probably shouldn't. I female, 30 years old, have dreamt of moving to Buenos Aires since I was a little girl when I was there on holiday. I've been learning Spanish for the past few years and I finally feel that I'm fluent enough to move. For the past few years, I've also been working towards establishing a career that's fully remote. I'm a self-published romance writer. For the past two years, I've been at a point of being able to quit my job and support myself fully from writing. However, up until now, I kept my day job to save up money for the big move. I finally know when I'm moving to Argentina and obviously I'm super excited and I've made a post about it on my private social media. I suppose it was a bit braggy, but heck, my dream is coming true. I'm gonna brag. Go for it. I was at work a few days after that and one of my co-workers, Alice, asked me where I'm going to work when I move. I said that I'm going to be working from home and support myself with my writing. She asked me how I was going to meet people and I replied that I wanted to volunteer in an animal shelter. This is something that I've been doing since I was a teen and it will be a good start to meet new people and try to slowly integrate myself into the culture as I'm planning on settling there. I wanted to add more to that, but she wouldn't let me. She went off on a tangent about how it's typical that someone moving to South America will suffer from white savior complex. That took a turn. She told me she thought I was better than that and that she was disappointed in me. What are you disappointed about, Alice? I tried to explain to her that she knows very well that I volunteer already and that it's something I am passionate about, but she just wouldn't listen, so I told her we're done and I left the lunchroom. I thought we were done with that conversation, that she would come down, come to her senses. Boy, was I wrong. It's been days and she's been spamming my social media with comments and photos showing white women with indigenous children, commenting how that would be me soon, and that I should do some self-reflecting. 
So the part of the animal shelter. Did she just hear shelter? I'm confused. Incredibly confused so far. Um, I tried explaining myself. I tried to explain that she doesn't understand what white savior syndrome is, but nothing works. I blocked her everywhere, but she went as far as using work email, and then within parentheses, stupid, to send me articles related to that. I want to report her to HR because at this point she's really hostile, but I'm quitting my job in a month to prepare for my move, and I feel bad for reporting someone, especially when I'm leaving soon and I won't have to deal with her. I try to talk to her, but she ignores me, and she's a young... 25, single mom, and I hate to see her lose a job. Would I be the asshole for reporting her to HR? I don't know. I'm puzzled with the whole situation. Alice, please step away from this person's life. Leave her alone. But also, I wouldn't have handled it this way. I would have handled it a lot more with sarcasm and jokes about like, yes, That's exactly what I'm going to do. Save the little kitties. And walk dogs. And entertain myself that way. What's so wrong about it? I just figured moving to another continent was a lot easier than signing up for a dog walking app in my neighborhood. There's just so much going on. I am so much going on. Um, Is it a nature thing? Like she's imposing her values on her. Like this is not what white women should do in South America. Cool, cool, cool. But you're imposing your values on me. It's like I'm trying to integrate to this new city. By volunteering my time. Yeah. To something that I've already demonstrated that I care for even where I am. Which I think is an important distinction to make. Because we are not... We, I don't want, by making fun of this paradoxical situation, to undermine the risk mm-hmm. and the dangers associated with white savior complexes. But if this is a cause that this person that posted this already espouses wherever she is... Mm-hmm. It's not like she's going out of her way to go on a quote-unquote service trip to take all the pictures like what Alice seems to be posting on her social media. Um, as of making it an HR issue, I think it was made an HR issue the moment she used the work email to do so. One of the comments says, I guess all humans who volunteer at animal shelters have human savory syndrome <laughs> And should let homeless animals take care of each other. (laughs) Not the asshole. Report her before she comes up with phony accusations against you. At that point. Yeah. I do appreciate how much the person who posted was like, well, these are all the reasons why I don't want to do it. Because realistically, I only have to endure this treatment or these reactions for this long and then I'm still going where I want to be doing what I want to do mm-hmm. and I know what the consequences would be and it sounds like 
to me, the way I'm reading her last paragraph is, well, I wouldn't be here to see it through that process. Um, which if we're taking a restorative justice approach, you would need both parties to still be able to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. On the other side, one of the comments does say that woman is clearly out of line. If she's crossing your line, she's almost certainly also not respecting others' boundaries. Mm-hmm. So do report that. So not necessarily to get her terminated, never to put a single parent at risk of unemployment, but as a learning opportunity so that she checks herself before it does become an issue. Think of like comments on even other issues. Think if you started spamming everyone at work about, well, you eat meat, therefore I loathe you. Or any other values that someone may hold. Now we are letting teachers pray in classrooms. It's a, hey, this is your warning. Keep your values to yourselves at work. When it comes to these things. Next one. Am I the asshole for not telling a guy what I do for work and letting him pay for my drinks during the whole evening? My friend Grace invited me to a board game bar to play and have drinks with her, her boyfriend, and one of their friends, Nick. We went to get drinks in pairs. Grace going with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, Nick and I stayed at the table and vice versa. So Nick and I had plenty of time to talk, just the two of us. Sounds like a good setup so far. Your friend is looking out, getting you to know new people. Nick started the night by telling me about his recent career change. He decided to quit his previous job, going to coding boot camp, and he got a job as a developer one or two months ago. He was very proud of himself and his new salary and told me all the things multiple times. He never asked me what I do for work, but talked about his new job quite a lot, occasionally saying, sorry, you don't understand that, haha. During the entire evening, I never told him I have been working as a software engineer for the past four years, but because he never asked and honestly, I did find it a bit entertaining. When it came to the drinks, he invited me to every single one. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem with my developer salary, developer salary, he said. I told him multiple times that he doesn't have to pay for me, but he insisted. God, kudos to you. At the end of the night, when we were saying our goodbyes, he took out his phone to send me a friend request on Facebook. Wait, when was this posted? (laughs) 2015 and before, apparently. Aren't developers supposed to, like, be good with technology? My job is listed in my profile, so that was when he realized that I'm also a software engineer. Surprise! (laughs) He asked me if it's true that I'm a software engineer, and I answered, yes. (laughs) Did you just write this? (gasps) Are you a software engineer? Is this true? Um, that's my reenactment of whatever that situation was. But okay. He asked me why I haven't told him 
why did I let him believe I was like a sheer like Grace used to be? Quote, parenthesis, I never implied that. And why did I let him pay for everything when I probably earned more than him? Oh, your little ego got bruised. Bye-bye. I like the addition of the, you probably earn more than me. Like, <laughs> sir, sir. I told him that he never once asked me and it, that was his fault for assuming. He could have simply asked me about my job, but he only wanted to brag about his. But if he wants me to, I can pay him back for the drinks. He was angry and said I made a fool out of him. I think he did that, not me. But now Grace and her boyfriend are on his side too, saying that it would have cost me nothing to tell him early in the evening and I only kept it for myself for my own entertainment. Well, I did find it entertaining, but I don't really feel like I did anything wrong. Am I the asshole? Girl, no. I hope you got all of the entertainment and all of the free drinks. Could you have told him at some point? Yeah, sure. But he was bragging. I've been in those situations. It's really just enduring it. And if you're getting drinks and you are actually being entertained, it's really just funny. Also, yes, make more than him. Pay him back for the drink. Send him the money and just be like, here you go. Making sure you can make rent or something. You know, if he's open to it, as you are, after all, a woman uh, working in the same field, I would recommend investing that money in therapy rather than drinks for strangers. (laughs) Um, At least that time you are actually paying someone to listen to you. Yep. I did appreciate one of the comments um, that responded to this that highlighted how OP was really put in a lose-lose situation and the assumption that it's a woman's job to cater to a man's fragility is so heavy in this one because I could see that if she did share that she had that job that she understood exactly what he was talking about then it would be like oh well you're showing him up Why are you making him uncomfortable? Why are you emasculating him? Simply by existing as you do because you didn't get that job knowing that one day in a bar your friend would introduce you to someone in the same field. And how inconsiderate of you. Make yourself less so that they can continue being whatever they're doing. I don't know. Moving on. Last but very far from least we did say this was gonna be a theme of the episode all of the millennial issues this one hits a little close to home and we will go into it as my cats are going to stay with aunt Susie for a little bit (laughs) but um, am I the asshole for making my co-worker take responsibility for her pet I'm just gonna come out and say no Let's go through all of the details of this one, though. So, for privacy's sake, let's call this co-worker Banana. Banana and I used to be friends, but as the months progressed and this event occurred, 
That is no longer the case. Her actions here shocked me, as at work, Banana is a very capable individual. A good head on her shoulders and a perfectionist with everything she does. Now, at the time, Banana was going through relationship and financial problems. Poor Banana. At some point, her credit dropped and she was unable to get a new place, so she had to move into a hotel. Hotel? I would think it's probably one of those like long-stay hotel suite studio situations. Hotels can be very expensive, or my idea of staying in a hotel for long term is expensive, but you do you. I mean, if her credit dropped, I'm assuming she wasn't making the most savvy financial decisions, but I also don't imagine this was like a luxurious vacation kind of deal. We'll see. Well, this hotel had a policy that Banana was only allowed to keep two cats where she had three. So I volunteered to take her cat in for her and we agreed the pet boarding would last for two weeks. Which cat do you not take with you, first of all? Like right now, if you could only travel with one, which one would you take? Neither. Absolutely. All of the answers are wrong. You keep your cats together. But okay, continue. Yeah, find a place where they can be together. But moving on. I volunteered to take her cat in, agreed that pet boarding would be two weeks. At my apartment, there was a policy that if a tenant had a pet, they had to pay a fee. But if they were holding a pet for less than three weeks, then there would be no charge. While I housed and took care of Banana's cat, Malcolm, Banana would come over to drop off food and litter. Pet rent is a very common thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Love that the cat has a more human name than the co-worker. But. And Bananas is paying for the food, the litter. Those things pile up. So, okay. This two-week boarding kept on going longer than I should have allowed it to. Oh, boy. But every time I would try to talk to Banana, both at work or when she would drop supplies off, she dodged the questions. Eventually, full-on running from me at work and purposefully taking breaks when I would arrive or change stations to be further away from me. This escalated to the point that Malcolm stayed well over three weeks and was now one month and a half in. This bothered me deeply because I needed to move but couldn't because of a young Tom running around. I made many more attempts to talk to Banana about this, to which she thought the appropriate reaction was to try and kiss me in the walk-in freeze. Banana, what's going on? This just turned into the plot for a Hallmark movie. Soon on your screens. I tried to tell the managers about this and they just brushed it off, giving me a small pep talk and told me to go on my way. Feeling like I had no other options, I sent Banana a very long and detailed text. At this point, she has stopped bringing over supplies uh, and promised to pay me for the extended stay, something that never happened. The text detailed how her actions were basically considered pet abandonment and that if she were to not come and pick up her cat in the next 48 hours, I was going to drop him off at a no-kill shelter. 
as well as give her the address of the shelter if she did not come after the 48 hours so she could reclaim him herself. For once, Banana replied within 24 hours and asked for her to pick him up on Thursday instead. I had sent a text on Sunday and I was so tired of this, I pushed her to pick him up as late of Wednesday or he was going to the shelter. Banana eventually arrived unannounced on that Monday and took him back, avoiding conversation and avoiding eye contact the entire time. At work, Banana now refuses to communicate properly and glares at me. She also makes passive-aggressive remarks and only acts decent to others. I know I may look like the asshole in her eyes because I made her take the cat back when she <laughs> didn't want to, but I am not able to take care of her cat, especially when moving. <laughs> L- looking up for their, like, welcome to this post. Please review our guidelines. <laughs> and they offer it. Banana repeatedly avoided and clearly showed no interest in claiming her pet anytime soon. But I gave her an ultimatum and told her I would drop her cat at a no-kill shelter if she didn't come pick it up. I forced Banana to do something she didn't want to do, refusing to keep her cat any longer despite what Banana wanted. So, I know they say that they were friends. I'm a little bit confused with the kissing. Because then they have to be very close to you to try to kiss you. I'm a little stuck on that. But yeah, nope, definitely not the asshole. Mm-mm. No, I would say, at again, assuming the best, because every story that we read is partial. There's definitely a big gap on how did your friend just try to kiss you in a freezer? Yeah. And also, only really good friends will offer to take responsibility for your pets. Mm-hmm. So... Was this like a more than friends situation? What is going on there? Oh, wait. They add, I've mentioned her actions to the managers before, especially the kiss attempt and her weird love confessions that follow that. I couldn't fit that into the post, but they just shrugged it off. (laughs) All in all, I just think Banana is very childish love the name for banana and yeah clearly not respecting or not 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 respecting but just like taking advantage of you as a friend yes she's going through a rough time but all in all like you don't take advantage of your friends like that no what we do need to do is take responsibility for living beings that we are responsible for so if you are no longer able to provide for your pet there are tons of rehoming programs and situations and pets unfortunately are left at no-kill shelters and rehoming programs or with loved ones all of the time because life happens. Now, am I saying that's an easy choice? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Malcolm deserves better. 
Malcolm deserves a mom that wants to live with him. Is and it? take care of him. So, with all of this, not the asshole. Definitely a little bit naive. OP, I hope you learned from this experience. Um, and yeah, if you by any chance are a listener, please let us know that Malcolm is okay. <laughs> and with that. And with that, and reconfirming on the record that my cats are only going to be at Susie's for the time strictly necessary and appreciating her support. <laughs> let us know your office nightmare stories, the situations where you wonder, well, am I? Am I not? Would I be the asshole? Um, we will be happy to share them anonymously, of course. And let us know if you agree or disagree with any of the stories that we shared today. The millennial struggles to make friends at work, keep up with all of the pets that we all adopted in 2020, keeping up with dating and working and dating at work. We also have a wonderful episode on that in case you missed it. Slide into our DMs on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Bias Check-In Podcast. Send us an email at biascheckin at gmail.com. Consider sponsoring us on anchor.fm and check in next week. See you in the next one.